Hello and welcome to the Encounter Mercy podcast. I'm Vince Dragone, and we have our panel of uh, co-hosts with us tonight, uh, Andy Boyd, Brother Deacon Barnabas, or whatever they call you these days. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And and AJ Gedney. So how are y'all doing tonight? It's been a long time since we our last episode. That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. And Deacon and AJ. Don't forget, oh my gosh, don't how forget did I forget Deacon. that? Clear. Yep. Oh, yeah, and, and you know, if you want to throw the clerical in there, I don't know. Maybe it's just we had to switch over to Zoom because you know life. But I didn't hear. I heard just Andy Boyd. I'm like, I didn't leave the priesthood. No, no, I'm still a priest. Oh yeah, see, it's been so long, and I just know you guys as you know friends. So you know, if we're gonna okay, so it's Father Boyd, it's uh, Deacon Barnabas, Deacon AJ. So I'm gonna be just Mister Dragon. Is that cool? Can you guys yeah. go with that? All right, all right, all right. Mister Dragon with an E. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a long time since uh, since we've been on. We kind of took off uh, the month of June. Uh, we had a lot of things going on in our lives, a lot of transitional moments in our lives, as we're going to talk about uh, this evening. And um, it just uh, we probably should have made an announcement earlier. We did kind of midway through on Facebook. Um, so I'm sorry if anyone was thinking that uh, there was a problem uh, with getting episodes. But it was just us um, trying to get caught up with life because things happen, you know. And uh, and we're glad to be back together. We got the we got the gang back together. We're the only one we're missing tonight is Jesse. Um, Jesse. But uh, but other than that, how how's everyone doing? What's what's going on? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to see you guys. Especially it's summertime. I don't have any homework right now or things to run off to. So this is um, cool to be seeing you guys again. It's, it's great to see everyone's faces, but. I'm having uh, flashbacks from Zoom, which was like the entire school year last year. <laughs> um, I'm coming from my new rectory. I was just moved. Uh, as we, I posted on our Facebook page and Instagram, I moved from Meadville, Pennsylvania, back home to Erie. And so I'm starting at St. George. So my internet connection isn't that great. I'm still in the process of moving in and uh, running wires and things like that. So I'm here. We'll see for how long. That's funny. I, I'm in a new rectory as well uh, with a new summer assignment. And the first thing I did is uh, I think I found a um, <laughs> I, I put in my own router because, uh, like, you know, different parts are it's spotty and just I, just I have comfort in having my own router. So I find wherever like an access point is and I just plug in my own. So, yeah, it's a it takes some time to set it up, though. I'm going to get to a new place. Yeah, I, I don't have any way to run wires this time. So I, I'm stuck with trying to figure out how I'm going to do everything. And I have to run what if I want to run a wire, I have to run it from the basement of the school through a pipe back out of the building on the outside of the building, up along the uh, building into the attic of the second floor of the well, third floor of the rectory, and then back over across the attic into my room. So I think that's going to be a project for when it's not 900 degrees out. That sounds easy. Yeah. Just wait till it's snowing. It'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vince, you have a, a new beard. How is that? I have a new beard going on. Yes. Uh, nice. so, so for the, for those who don't know, uh, we had our daughter in January and I've been, I've taken a leave of absence from my one job that requires that I shave. Um, until I go back, I'm not shaving. So I'm about six months in at this point and, uh, I kind of like it. So it looks good. We're going to, we're going to go, I'm not shaving until I go back. So this could be a year. I don't know. So who knows? It's I think they call that a yeard. A yeard. I'm going to grow a yeard. I've always yeah, wanted a yeard, and I'm hopefully we'll get a yeard. <laughs> my mother hates it. My grandmother <laughs> hates it. 
Everyone except for my wife hates it. So at least that's at least my wife's on board. That's good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What do the kids think? At this point, I think it's just, they just think it's normal. Yeah, it's so. dad. It's, it's sad. Dad. We don't care. My daddy's a troll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been a transitional point for me. Oh, um, you said it. So you I'm, said it. He said the word, guys. That's right, guys. I'm transitioning into the main topic tonight. And I guess uh, there's a lot of things that kind of sparked this. Uh, Father Andy just mentioned that he is he is moving. We have a couple of new deacons on the podcast as well. Um, you know, I just had a child. We're going through a lot of, you know, my wife has had some medical issues since then. So we're dealing with that. And on top of that, um, things are starting to open up around the country. And a lot of people are starting to return back to mass. A lot of things just in general are returning back to normal, which is all fantastic. And we're all very glad that's happening. And we just kind of want to talk about that tonight. And I think one thing that we can really, um, one thing that uh, speaking, when we were talking about this topic of transitions, um, the Diocese of Erie is, is doing a, um, a project called Remembering Our Sunday Story. And I was fortunate enough to be asked to be on the video committee for it. So I'm shooting some of the testimonials we're doing. But it's a, uh, it's a program for, uh, for parishes and for <clears throat> uh, parishioners to, to kind of find their way, I guess, in, in, inside of you know, parish life. And to to help build community uh, that maybe wasn't there before, or maybe that was damaged over the last year due to COVID, and we're coming up with some pretty amazing things. Just looking at all the testimonials that we've been doing, and if anyone wants to check this out, then go to eeriercd.org uh, and then click on the main uh, banner called "Remembering Our Sunday Story." And you know, we're and go to you know my my where I've been working on is the video testimonials. And just some of the stories we're getting from some of these, these people are amazing. And these aren't like superheroes or trained people. They're not, uh, you know, they're just regular people from these yeah. parishes that we're pulling together and just, and just hearing their stories over the last year, um, of how their faith was able to carry them through COVID, um, you know, just little things. And it's just like, I, I don't know. There's just, there's just so much, there was so much like pain and suffering the last year to see like some of the amazing things that God was able to do in these people's lives is, is just I don't know. It's just powerful. I, I just been in awe of it. Every single person we interview, I'm thinking like, okay, no one's going to be able to set the bar higher than the last one. I mean, but then it just keeps getting better and better and better every single time we talk to somebody. So this has been a great project for me and it's just been very eye opening and encouraging for, um, for parish life going forward. One of the people that you interviewed, isn't it Cassandra? I think I saw, no, or she, was she just a test subject? Cassandra is not on it. My oh, wife, okay. All right. no. Well, it, it at my new parish at St. George in Erie, we're going to be starting to show those videos before mass. We have really cool things in this church. We have uh, screens on in the church in some non-obtrusive places. So before mass on Sunday, we're going to start showing them. I don't think this weekend, because we're uh, just getting everything together and the diocese just kind of put it out formally. So starting within the next few weeks, we're going to showing those videos. So, uh, pat on the back for you, Vince, but it also, I've watched some of those videos and honestly, they're excellent, excellent videos. So, and yeah, well, just, you have the talent we're getting and it's not even like, it's not trained talent. These aren't actors. These are regular people in the community. Uh, really cool stuff. So I, I'm glad that our diocese is doing that and our parishes are embracing that, uh, and trying to build that community 
um, within their parishes. And I think that's going to be really important going forward. And we've kind of talked about this. Well, you guys talked about this in, in an episode a couple months ago about like the future of the church. Yeah. And how, you know, it's going to be a smaller, stronger church, you know, after all of this. But I don't think it's going to be as small as we originally thought. There's a lot of people coming back to Mass. Um, I think I think in that whole venue that, that yeah, it's not going to be as small as we thought, but in the same breath, it's going to be that faithful church that, that we're looking for, that group of people who are truly want to put their lives into it. Yes. And I, I don't know from... Um, our our monks and our uh, deacons and everybody else, you know, I my experience before I left Meadville, this will be my first weekend, uh, you know, breaking the fourth wall again. We're recording this Thursday night, um, July the 1st. Uh, and so I know break the fourth wall. I just did it, guys. Um, but this will be my first weekend in the parish, so I don't know what to expect with St. George, but um, leaving Meadville, you know, I was really kind of surprised with how many people started coming back to church, and even the neighboring parishes uh, are even admitting to having a much greater increase. So I don't know if you guys have seen that as well. I know we keep reporting on that over and over again, but, you know, uh Brother Barnabas, you're down in the Diocese of Greensburg, and AJ, Deacon AJ, you are in the Diocese of Covington, so you're seeing a different experience. So I don't know, is it is it a number that's going up in your churches, do you notice, or? Yeah, I think my uh, first weekend in the parish was, I think, a week after we had lifted all, all the protocols. Um, so it's just nice to be able to see people's faces. Uh, the church is, is full. So I think the church here I'm at is um, St. Henry in Ellesmere, Kentucky. It's not a huge church physically, um, but we have a lot of masses, I think, to accommodate a lot of people. But uh, yeah, it's just been nice uh, to not have masks, to not distance, or doing the sound of peace and all that stuff. Um, I think especially the, I had to go to a funeral. The um, father of a seminar- Covington seminarian had passed away um, after a battle with cancer. And at my home parish, church was packed. Uh, so things had just released just in time for that. Um, so it's just it's just very nice to see people congregate because that's like the point of church, uh, uh, you know, a coming together, a worshiping together. And, um, uh, you know, now things aren't separating us. So, yeah, I think attendance is, is going really well, at least in this parish here. Yeah, and I think um, here in, in I mean, I can't really speak for Greensburg. I just go to one church all the time. Just Saint Vincent, because I'm a monk, but um, the Basilica is is filling up again pretty good, and you know, I, I mean, we have like a parish festival coming up, which is great, and just like encouragements during the announcements for like, hey, we're doing like the festival again or something, you know. And I think this transition topic of you know times of change or times of just like moving from one thing to a next, whether it be an assignment or just like whatever your routine is, is a cool spiritual topic. Because I've always been convinced that God can be most present in our lives in times of transition, primarily because we become kind of uncomfortable, you know, even if it's a good transition, like Father Andy, you're in a new parish now, like, I'm sure you're a little bit nervous that you still have to like meet yeah. the people and like, so all of a sudden your prayer life's like, hey, God, like, because the thing is, God is the one thing that's constant in transitions. So we kind of remember him again, because we get comfortable whenever we're just doing our thing and we're in control, but all of a sudden like COVID happened or you get a new assignment or, you know, I'm moving on to some new things that I've been kind of doing the same thing for about five years. And now there's going to be some things that are a little bit different for me, not drastically, but enough that I'm like, Lord, I, I need, I need some help here, you know? So that's like 
I think the positiveness of um, seeking God, which of course then people are going to come back to church, you know, um, realizing their need over the past year of, wow, I really need, I need God, you know. So I think this is good news. Brother Barnabas, you said something interesting about how God is is very present to you in times of change and, and transition. Um, and maybe you felt this way too, is, uh, you know, now that we're deacons, we can administer some of the sacraments. So like I've had a wedding, had my first baptism last Sunday. And uh, there are times when you think, oh man, like I got to do more. I got to pray more, read more books, be more prepared. It was an important time when you realize like, no, like I am the official minister of this, you know, right of the sacrament and that God is giving us the grace through our ordination to do that. And when we came up with this, with this topic, I thought of uh, in Genesis 12, uh, when God calls to Abram, you know, he says, go forth from your land, your relatives, and from your own father's house to a land that I will show you. Um, and I, I've read some great commentaries, you know, Abram is comfortable where he is, you know, in um, Ur, um, in Chaldea. And then God's like, nope, get up, move, and take everything to a place that I'm going to show you. You're not going to see it now. I will show you it. Um, and as we've talked about uh, before with God's grace is it's in it's in the moment. So, you know, you know, when I'm nervous, as I was before the baptism, making sure I had everything, I thought once it happens, like God, God will be there. Um, and as we know, with Abraham, God is very faithful to that promise. Uh, but, yeah, with, with transition and change, it, it can be um, a time we have to step out, take a leap of faith and trust that God will be there in that place when you get there. Yeah. Yeah, you know that I have to say, like two nights ago, I was here at the parish, and um, number one, moving really doesn't is not fun. It stinks because uh, I feel like I lost three quarters of the stuff that I kind of held important. Nothing like major earth shattering, which is kind of like okay, that'd be nice to find right now because I don't know where I set that down. I can't find it. Well, I um, helped you move, so you can probably blame me. Say again? So I helped you move, so you can probably blame me. Now I think it's when I packed it. I don't know where I put so it's, things. So it's in uh, your dad's garage. That's where it is. That's where I put everything. Uh, yeah, it, that's the hard part is now <laughs> going into the garage and finding it. And um, so I just was so frustrated the other night that I just kind of was like in this moment of like, I can't find anything. I don't know what's going on. I'm, you know, it was clothes even. Like I was trying to find a collared shirt for the next day. And I'm like, where did I put this? And I can't find it. And I was just so frustrated. And I just had to stop and realize like, okay, you know what? The people are going to be fine if they see me without a pre-shirt on for a few days because I don't know where it's at. It's just going to have to be. And it is what it is. Nobody's dying. You know, another thing that was really irritating me is I couldn't find my alarm clock. So I had to use my cell phone. I don't like using my cell phone for my alarm clock. That was so minor, but it irritated me so much. And just trying to come to realize like, okay, there's things that are going to happen now that uh, I just have to deal with and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But coming to terms with that is it can be difficult, you know, in these moments of transition that we keep trying to view avoid using that word but that these moments of change in our lives where we're going into a new moment and so that's kind of why i wanted to bring it up is the fact that i'm in a huge moment of change in my life um and yet not there are certain things like you said brother barnabas that stay the exact same that god's always the same he's still there with us he's still there uh and he never changes his love for us um because the fact is I can step into a church and celebrate mass and it's still the mass. I step into that church, you know, at 6:45 a.m. Monday morning this past Monday 
and it was the same mass that I would have celebrated in Meadville. And so there's this, that's that comfort. And I think when we start to talk about, this is another place that we can connect this with is we can have that comfort in the sameness, the, the, uh, Catholicity, you know, the, the universality, I know, right? Ooh, big word. The universality of our church and how beautiful it is that you can go from church to church and it's the same and it, it makes it easier, but it also makes it um, that moment of just peace and comfort for those who are struggling. So, so we talked about a lot of people coming back, you know, after, now that they're vaccinated, comfortable, COVID's just about over kind of deal. And like, what are some things that we can, like, what can I do? What can, what can, what can everybody, what can our listeners do to really lean into uh, their faith more than they were a year or two ago at this point? You know, like now that we've gotten through this, what's a good, what's a good thing that we can, it's different. Things are going to be different now. We want them to be different. We want, I think we all, everyone wants parish life to be um, more community centered than it was. If you were in a parish that didn't really have that, I think we all want that because we were so alone and now we want, now we hopefully anyway, want people to reach out to. We want to have that kind of community of, of like-minded individuals, uh, within our faith. So like, what can we do to, to lean into this change? I think I'll say for one, I'll add to this conversation that simply to remember the past couple months, year, um, how, how many of us even here or how many of you listening either in uh, your own way or participated in some type of intentional Zoom call or phone call with family members or friends that like if the world was normal, you wouldn't really talk to them in that way, right? You just see them at Christmas, you see them at whatever, you see them at Mass. But because the world was weird, we became more intentional in some way. And can we continue to kind of go into that uncomfortableness and be intentional and say, hey, I'd love to like come and visit you and, you know, hang out and like have coffee, you know? Um, so I'm just going to be vague with that, but just to continue to be intentional. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's not forgetting the suffering or any pain, but um, I think especially now that people can, we can freely receive the sacraments um, and I think in particular going to mass on Sunday and receiving the Eucharist is like you said, brother Barnum is to, to keep that in mind. Like when you approach the Eucharist, just to think, wow, like there are those three months, four months when, uh, I could not come to mass or maybe even longer if you, um, you know, were immunocompromised and just to remember like, wow, how great it is to receive the Eucharist like every Sunday at mass because there was a point in time when we couldn't. So, um, yeah, that's what I thought when, when you mentioned that is just kind of not relive it totally and with all that stress and anxiety, but just to uh, let it move you to uh, to be grateful. Well, and speaking of the Eucharist, like, uh, I don't know, back in like November 2019 or something like that, or maybe even earlier, the uh, the uh, the Pew poll that came out saying that only like, you know, like 37% of Catholics don't believe in the real presence. And like that hit us pretty hard. We did a whole episode on that. And I was thinking about reposting that just as, you know, as, as we're coming back to mass, we're trying to, we should really be doubling down on our faith. And I think catechesis is another big part is if you, if you didn't really pay attention to any of it, if you don't really understand why we do the things that we do, and it's not just, you know, because I've always come to Catholic mass, that's why I do it now. Okay. Well, that's, that's a good starting point, but 
why not try to learn more and try to understand um, what it is about the faith that makes us different than all the other Christians out there um, and why this is the the church that that Jesus created and what the sacraments actually mean. I think there's a lot of people that just don't understand the sacraments. And I think now is a good time to to learn that and, and, and try to like spend some time and try to figure out your faith. What do you guys yeah, think about you know, that? One of the things that comes to mind is... is in this whole idea of trying to come to understanding of the faith and what they're what we're experiencing, um, you know, we made some statements at the beginning of COVID. I think we all did this at some point in our daily lives. That all right, you know what? The world's changing, and, and it's going to be a different world for me now. And you know, I'm going to take my time and spend more time in prayer, or I'm going to take some time and actually enter into this opportunity deeper. Um, and and I know Vince, you and I talked about this about how we we kind of failed at that. Like, I yeah. really wanted to wanted to start more prayer life, but yet, you know, we always say uh, to ourselves, at least, you know, sometimes I'll say to myself, "Oh, you know, if I had all the free time in the world, I'd up my prayer life." And I got it. And what did I do? I didn't up my prayer life. You know, and so recognizing, I think recognizing where we um, made some commitments to ourselves, but then failed at them, and not allowing them to really take control of us and allowing ourselves to enter into this new opportunity again, this next opportunity again um, to grow and to uh, see where the Lord is calling us is especially important uh, in these moments, especially when we start to look at, as you said, Vince, about the Eucharist and how important the Eucharist is, um, how the, the our diocese and the Diocese of Erie and our um, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops are working on uh, this understanding of the Eucharist and how important and vital it is to our daily lives. Leaving aside all the politics, just going back to the basis of what is the reality, and the reality is that the Eucharist is the source and summit, as we say, the source and summit of all of our faith. Yeah, it's like uh, St. Paul says in Second Corinthians, like, now is an acceptable time. Do it now. Uh, you know, make a commitment. Um, what you do today, you will do tomorrow. So, um, you know, if you have the extra moment uh, during the day and you think, oh, you know, I'll, pr- I'll do that. I'll pray tomorrow. No, like, go ahead and give it a shot now because um, that's how habits are started. Yeah. And, and with all this being said, you know, I think our the listeners here can relate in some which way or another that transitions, even the ones we see coming, you know, like for those of you listening that have become empty nesters, you knew the day would come when your children would leave. But when they do, all of a sudden you still feel it like, oh, man, this is this is not easy. Or uh, even when somebody dies, you know, even if it's you see it coming and it's still not easy. Or, uh, you know, I, uh, I finished uh, doing some responsibilities in campus ministry this past year that it's done. And I was like, looking forward to that. Oh man, I, I can't wait till I have some more time. But then once it's done, you realize like, man, and we don't really appreciate what we have, not to sound cliche until it's like transitioning away. And I think that, uh, recognize the thing that we're recognizing is, can we recognize the love that's present to us in our present situations, you know, and not get so wound up about whatever else is involved, the people we have to deal with, the responsibilities, like 
it's not worth it. Focus on the thing that we're going to remember once it's over. I think that's the big take home from maybe the transitions of the past year. I was going to ask you, how many more times can you say that word? <laughs> your podcast man. I don't know what to say. Uh, anyway Barnabas you made a, a good point this, uh, in times of change when things are rocky or you're going from one stable conditioner way of life to another is in the middle things can get real awkward and um, stressful Is like, like, like you said let yourself feel it uh, so something is new like maybe there's a new hole in your life with the loss of someone close or uh you know, like you said, empty nester, or you know, maybe someone's moved back home, uh, you know, into your house, is to let yourself feel those things. Because I think when I first was ordained a deacon, um, I kind of expected myself, oh, I need to be really good at this because I've spent my, you know, last five years studying for ordained ministry. But like you said, when you get there, it feels different. And so, I, you know, at least for me as a, you know, a recovering perfectionist, I've I've tried to give myself more leeway. Um, when I make mistakes, because, you know, I'm doing something for the first time. But I think even for people kind of processing the new emotions for the first time, uh, you know, go ahead and give yourself some leeway there too. Yeah, that's actually really good advice. Um, I think we can all learn from that. You know, like part of the human experience is experiencing these different feelings. And we're, we make ourselves so comfortable to the point where like we try to shy away from pain and shy away from sadness and, but that's part of daily life and that's part of being a human and that's part of, you know, just, uh, relationships with other people. And to ignore that is to, to really diminish what you were designed for. Um, brothers real quick. I, so I, in my community life, there's certain conflicts and things that I need to just like, it's like family life. I need to transition out of this podcast because I told one of the monks I'd go watch stars with them. Um, so I need to go to that and <laughs> I figured course. I'd share that because that's, you know, we do fun stuff. Like Does that. that happen to be father? Uh, no, it's, he's no, it's not father Lawrence. Lawrence. No, father no. Lawrence is one of our monks who like constantly makes star Wars noises all the time. Beedle, beedle. I always pretend that I die whenever he shoots me. Uh, <laughs> and father Lawrence is my classmate. My, one of my, uh, you know, monastic classmates. Cause I didn't have any diocesan classmates at St. Vincent's. So oh, I know. Lonely, oh so lonely. All right, well, you enjoy the Star Wars, so but it's good to have you on here and Thanks. transition away to the transitioning to more transitions. So we'll transition you. you out now. Can't transition. wait to be on again. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Like a radio show, like our next caller is calling from. <laughs> I thought about that. Like, who could we get in now? But no, no, no. I honestly, I was thinking about. I use the word transition. Hold on. You need to restart. Your audio cut out for like. Three seconds there. Oh, shoot. You, you were thinking about what? It's good now. It's not on. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're not cutting this out. This is this is all raw. This is what happens. This is what happens on the Encounter Mercy podcast, and this is what we well, do. So, Well, we, it's like you and I were kind of riffing on is, uh, yeah, just live in the mess or the uh, uncomfortable parts because that's, I think that's what I've learned too, being in um, kind of an extra, kind of a higher role, just even as a seminarian is when talking with people, things will turn pastoral and it's like, sometimes they'll tell you very awkward things or be put in an awkward situation or something that you're not ready for. But, uh, you know, just being there, that's like, oh, it's always a great time to pray, I think, Um, especially when you're, when you're uncomfortable 
like Brother Barnabas said, I think God's really you know close to us in those moments. Yeah, um, and we're going to talk about this in a future you know episode. But you know, an idea as for a, uh, an episode that you had was you know about you know about praying and about you know when when are you, when are you praying like in public for um you know when are you just trying to put on a show versus you know when are you trying to hide it from other people so they don't think that you're weird or anything like that and and it really comes down to like you don't feel weird just kind of pray all the time and if just people do it. think you're weird that's that's fine i think people still give me looks when i'm sitting at my my desk at work right before lunch and i'm just you know i make the sign of the cross over my food um, but and it was really weird at first and I was like trying to hide it, but like now it's just, you no, know, take the hat off and father, son, Holy spirit, God, please bless this meal. Um, uh, and thank you for the, you know, the hands of maiden and all that stuff. And, and I don't know what my point was that I was just going to make. I just kind of go in <laughs> right, right into it. But, but when it comes down to like, you no, know, I guess like living the, the experience and, um, and trying to embrace the emotion and, and not, you know, and this, this is kind of like a lumpy kind of podcast episode here where we're just kind of really just talking about all sorts of things. We're, we're but, getting back in the it, groove. Yeah. But, it, but yeah. it all kind of, I think it all kind of pertains in a way of like, Hey, life is different. Life is in, the, in a good way, different back to normal, which is still different than the last year and a half because we're creatures of habit. Right. And we can easily fall into a new habit within a couple of months. And I think a lot of people have, um, you know, as much as I hated wearing a mask, I thought it was kind of weird to take it off for the first time at work and be able to walk around without a mask, you know? And, and I, I, even, even though it felt freeing, it felt kind of in a way that it was like, okay, well, I'm doing something bad here, you know? And, and, and the same thing can be found in our spiritual lives too. Like what are some new temptations that we're going to find because we're now more free? Um, you know, there's, there's really, we can just go on and on, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, uh, when I was really struggling with this whole transit, the transitioning of my life into this new role as parochial vicar in a new parish, um, you know, I was lucky I'm going from a church where I had five churches of responsibility to down to one, which is really kind of nice. But in that moment of where I was so frustrated, where I thought I lost everything and I I couldn't find anything, it was just frustrating. Um, You know, Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so in the end, I mean, that's really what we have to focus on is that God is with us all the time. No matter what, he's always going to be with us. And we just have to look for him. And even when we're frustrated because you can't find what you're looking for, or you are having to go and bury your best friend uh, or your own parent, is an opportunity for us to really encounter in Christ and encounter his love and his mercy so that we can do his will um, and to be strong and courageous in doing that. And so uh, not to, uh, if anybody else had anything else, but otherwise wrapping this idea up is that encountering into his mercy in these moments of um, just a total abandonment into his arms and his uh his plan because it's God that has the plan, right? We hear also in scripture um, that I have plans for you to prosper and for you to not see harm, plans to give you hope and a future. And so we have this future that's ahead of us with a lot of potential. And for our Encounter Mercy podcast, some really awesome things. 
Yeah. And I, that's a great way to, to wrap up the podcast. And I guess the last thing I have, it's not related to this episode <clears throat> necessarily, but really the timing is um, if you could please pray for um, all of the, the people affected by the Surfside condo collapse. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the people who could be surviving and we pray that they be rescued uh, the repose of the souls, the people who have perished and also um, for the first responders and the search and rescue teams that are there. Cause that, you know, just coming from personal experience of dealing with traumatic experiences as, you know, just an EMS and fire, the stuff weighs on you. And when you're dealing with all that, it just, it, yeah, I can't imagine what they're feeling. So please just continue to pray for them, um, you know, over the next couple of weeks here. And uh, yeah, that's really about it. So, nobody has anything else we're gonna wrap it up here and uh it was great to be back it's been just about a month since our last episode and we're going to continue to come out with episodes every single week and next time we'll do a little bit better job letting you know if we're going to take a little hiatus um so uh, until next time until next week everybody uh make sure that you uh find us on facebook find us on instagram uh but please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and please share this podcast with whoever benefit from listening so Uh, Until next time, bye.